Oh, I'm just over here trying to get Mother of the Year award. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's going on? My fucking baby, we're recording in our shed, which is at my house, Stacy, and my baby does not want to go the fuck to sleep. No, he does not. Because we tried to be super slick and, like, record early. Mm Mm-hmm. And he saw you. (laughs) And he was like, ah, she's fucking cool. (laughs) I'm never going to bed. Mm -hmm. So he's mad. Damn! Also, I just went pee and I kicked the little fucking stool that's like Ugh, every time. Now it's toddler can sit up here. Yeah, but I can't. It, you can't move it because it scrapes along the floor. Yep. And then if I fucking unbutton my pants and I'm like, okay, I can't straddle this nope. thing now. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my everyday struggle. Yeah. I just sit on the toilet sideways if I go on that one. Oh. Which is stupid. It's my house. I shouldn't have to sit on a toilet sideways because no. there's a fucking toddler stool. But welcome to my life. It's his house. Everything. <laughs> everything is his house. Like everything in my life is catered to that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's pretty special, though. Yeah. You're a mom. What can you say? Also, when he's, like, crying because he just wants mommy because he misses me, I'm oh. like, oh, baby, you come here. Yeah. I'll make you a little better. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, pat myself on the back like I'm so good at life. Mm-hmm. Such a good mom. And then in two seconds, he's, like, shoving me in the face, like, go away. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me. Why are you hugging me? And I'm like, shit, man, I don't know. I thought we were having a moment. I thought you loved me. I thought it was cool. <laughs> nope. My kid, this... Just this afternoon was like, mommy, sit by me. And I went and sat on the couch next to him. And then he said he gave baby sister a kiss who was grandma was holding him. Mm -hmm. And he gave baby sister a kiss. And he said, I gave baby sister a kiss. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Do you love her? And he said, yeah, not you, mommy. And then he scooted closer to grandma and baby sister. And I was like, fucking tight, bro. (laughs) Dick. See how you just asked me to come over and I came over? Yeah. (laughs) God, they fucking crush your heart, huh? Yeah. Little asshole. Man. I feel ya. Oh, man. Anyway, I just made the deal with the devil so that we could uh, record. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> I was like, I will sleep in your bed. Oh, geez. Do you know how many times I say that, that I don't sleep in his bed? He wakes up in the morning. Yeah, he hasn't called me on the bluff yet. Well, there you go. So we'll see. But I was selling it pretty hard. I was like, I will come in and wake you up and let you know that I'm in the bed. <laughs> Just please let me go record. Fucking liar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. Well, all right. Give me your goddamn stace. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Double Mother of the Year Award. All right. Let's just double down on this shit. (laughs) Yep. So the other day, Mm -hmm. Lee was off with the three-year-old doing some shit. Mm -hmm. And I had the house to myself with the baby. Uh Uh-huh. Who's now a year. Yeah. And so he can toddle the fuck everywhere. And he was toddling, and I was like, I'm just going to whip up dinner real quick and be fucking super mom and take care of a baby and make dinner at the same time. So mm-hmm. I was letting him toddle, whatever. He had my phone, and he was like, fuck yeah. He loves the phone, and he puts it behind his head because he thinks that's how you talk on the phone. <laughs> and he was talking on the phone, waddling around, and then he got real quiet. And I was like, man, you know how you should really check on them when they're mm-hmm. real quiet? Yep. But I was like in the middle of chopping something, and I'm like, he's probably fine. Like, I talked myself out of it. Yeah. And then I heard a splash. (gasps) No. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. And the only door open in the hallway was the bathroom door. Yeah, you're looking at the phone in my hand. I am. Yeah, that shit was in the toilet. (laughs) I walked in, and my sweet little innocent baby is, like, giggling and reaching into the toilet to pull the phone out, which, by the way, 
I scared him when when I walked in. Yeah. And I said, no. <laughs> and he dropped the phone back into the toilet. And I was like, no. Like, even worse. And he just looked all startled. Like, what the fuck is going on? And, you know, he's, like, toddling. So he's holding on to the toilet seat so he doesn't fall over. Yeah. And I'm like, there's so much wrong with this. Like, oh, my God. I should really be concerned about cleaning your fingers because you're touching toilet water. But really, I just want to get my phone out of there. Yeah. And my phone is also my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. So, everything is in there. Oh, my God. And then I'm just like, I hope. I hope that somebody flushed because oh. my toddler just comes up and takes a piss, you know? Yeah. I mean, he usually flushes, but sometimes not always. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm like tearing my phone apart and like getting everything dried out and Put whatever. Put that shit on rice. Yeah. I didn't have any. I was panicking. Like, do I throw the whole thing and ruin all of my rice? Do I make a bowl? And I was like, fuck it. And I just laid it out on a towel. And then I'm like, okay, now I have to go get my baby because he's going to be head first in the toilet if I don't oh go grab God. him. <laughs> So I grab him and, like, wash him up or whatever and get him fucking entertained. And then I'm assessing the damage. And I'm like, oh, shit. My phone's fine. Like, nothing is wrong with it. Oh, it's a new iPhone, huh? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know this feature. But in my mind, I was like, fuck, that little sticker, the red sticker, it's blood. They're going to know it was in water. Like, I, you know, going back to, like, fucking early 2000 phones. Yeah. Um. And so Lee comes home shortly thereafter, and my phone is, like, sprawled out across all the fucking towels and everything. And I've had bleach wipes out. I cleaned it, whatever. Cleaned off all my fucking wallet shit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what happened? And I was like, well, your son took my phone into the bathroom. And then he just started laughing, and he was, like, pumping the air, fist pumping the air, like, yes! Like, he was stoked that the what? kid did this. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, they're waterproof. It's, like, waterproof for a certain amount of hours or some shit. Yeah. And I'm like... What an amazing feature. <laughs> Technology has come so far. It literally has. That's I did not think about it when you first said it. I was like, oh, no, it's ruined. Like, you've been <laughs> yeah. having your phone up to, you're, you're up to fucking toilet oh. miracle water here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a I goddamn know. miracle phone. There are so many holes in it. How did water not get in there? Uh, I don't know. And then it reminded me of, remember back in the day of flip phones, how we had a friend who used to always take shits and take pictures of that shit and uh-huh. send it to us? And, and then, then he, he dropped it in the phone? Yes. Yeah. He dropped, he dropped it phone. in the shit? Yeah, he dropped yeah. his phone in the shit with, like, the numbers down. Mm-hmm. So then his shit got in the numbers. Mm-hmm. And he, like, held up his phone later after telling the story. Mm-hmm. And you could still see the shit in the numbers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if I talk on the phone too long, it gets hot and it smells like shit. And I almost threw up <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> And I, that's basically me now, except for minus that pro- It's like, like, you know there's shit on my phone somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you also attempted to clean yours. Yeah. He, like, wiped yeah. it off on his shorts or whatever. I was like, it's Ugh. fine. He, like, used his sock. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a fucking monster. <laughs> Teenage boys are animals. I miss him. <laughs> Same. Oh, God. Okay, Aaron, give me your goddamn. Well, I have officially given up on regular bras. <laughs> Oh, fuck them. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck them so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, at, okay, my brother still lives with this, so I have to wear cover one. myself in <laughs> a fucking home. Yeah. My kids are still at that age where it's like, it's cool. They're not going to question me if I don't wear a bra. Yeah. But that fucking gap is quickly dwindling. Really? Well, I feel like it. Oh. Like, he's going to be like, what the fuck is that? And I'll be like, it's cold. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my kid knows what, like, boobs are and everything. Oh, mine does like, not. Like, we openly talk about all that shit in my house. I mean, he knows what, like, butts are and stuff. Mm. And my he knows like, when he gets I a rager. I vagina. Oh, no, my kid does not know was that. Was there an ouchie there? And I'm like, yeah, fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it was an ouchie. It was a big ouchie. Yeah, tore. Did you have to well, wear a Band-Aid? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. And yeah. wear a fucking puppy pad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
rolled up and shoved in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so now when I leave the house, I'm just in like a fucking sports bra because I'm like, fuck it. Dig it. Yeah. I, I love didn't it. even notice. So it's working for well, you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you can totally see it because they only come in like racer back form. Yeah. So like if you wear any kind of tank top. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just fucking popping out. <laughs> didn't even notice. <laughs> like on my neck and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I should just put my hair down to cover it. But as oh, I addressed in the last episode, I just gave myself a COVID haircut. So, so that's going to be up for a while. <laughs> yeah. You know. Listen, All right. I, I love it. So I can kind of relate because I recently stopped breastfeeding. So then that meant like I whip out the old bras again, right? Mm-hmm. Like instead of the fucking maternity bras, which are amazing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, soft as shit. Uh, yeah. And they just hold everything like a hug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I pulled out the old bras and I'm like, why the fuck do we have wires in these things? Oh my like, God. And they're stiff as shit. Like, obvious. don't worry, it's going to make your shit perky. No. Who wants it to be Who perky? Cares? It's fine. <laughs> just Keep it, like, not fucking sharp from the cold and together and in place and not bouncing around when I move. Yeah, no. You can tell a man invented that shit. Oh, my God. Like, we'll just reinforce it with steel. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't need to do that. It's fine. This is an industrial bra. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, no. I plate this one. I'm over them. I am over them. It feels like after the second kid, it's way worse. Uh... I mean, I don't have any reason other than I was like, I'm not going to conform to society's standards anymore. Yeah, fuck your norms. Yeah, I probably will once, like, COVID is over. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I've gotten quite comfortable with COVID clothing. Yeah, yeah but That's at true. home, even, like, going to work, I'm like... Who the fuck is going to care? First of all, no one's staring at my tits. No one. And if they well, are, that's yeah. on them. Yeah. Like, that's your you. fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. So I was thinking it had to do with the second kid, but it probably has to do with, like, just being stuck at home with COVID and never wearing one. Mm-hmm. And then when I have to put one on, I'm like, fuck, this is awful. Mm-hmm. It, like, stabs me in the chest plate. Yeah. You, like, you got used to, I don't know, the life of luxury without yeah. bras. Just letting them suckers <laughs> flap in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. Even the maternity bras. You're like, everything's so soft and nice. No. Oh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Not anymore. Not doing it. Good for you. Thanks. Maybe I'll join, too. You should. It's I got a the itty-bitty titties, though, so everybody will be like, it's just like a teenage boy. Ugh, I wish I didn't have to wear a bra. Sometimes I see girls not wearing bras, and my first thought is, you're cold. My <laughs> second thought is, you're not wearing a bra. And then my third thought is, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I want to do that all the time. But, like, if I ever walked downstairs, I'd have to, like, hold on to my tits so that they weren't, like, fucking, I don't know flopping around. Girl, I can run if I want to without a bra. It's just everyone will be like, you're cold. (laughs) Oh, she's freezing. (laughs) Oh, my God. I have gotten a lot more adventurous, though, because I was somebody who'd never went outside without a bra or anything, and now, like, dropping the kids off, and by that I mean putting them in the car so Lee can go drop them off Mm -hmm. at daycare, Mm -hmm. I fucking will strut out there. I'm like, whatever. Who's going to see you? The fucking neighbors? Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be, first of all, no one's close enough to see shit. Yeah, I go out there without a bra on if I'm putting the kids in Brandon's yeah, car or whatever. Yeah. I'll go out there without a bra on, and then I'll look up, and my neighbors are, like, on their balcony looking at me, and I just pretend that I have very nearsightedness. <laughs> I don't have to pretend shit. <laughs> or whichever other way, and I just don't fucking look them in the eyes and then continue on my life. Just also, look down in shame and walk away, scuttle away. I don't know, man. If they see some shit, they see some shit. I'm over it. Yeah. I don't care. I'm like, why are you looking at my tits then? Yeah. Dick. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. This is my body. Oh, you were offended by this? Ugh. Fuck you. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Taking on a whole new goddamn attitude. I'm fucking for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Hashtag free the nipple. Except yeah. I'm keeping it in a sports bra for, yeah. you know, public well, I mean, outings. Like, <laughs> the fucking hashtag no steel reinforcement. That's a lot. Yeah. But, you know. Hashtag fuck steel. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> take Hashtag, a weird why turn. was this made by a man? God damn it. It's not for you. <laughs> I actually don't know if it's made by a man. I'm just assuming. It feels like it was. Yeah. That's what matters most. It feels most. like prison for your tits. It is tit prison. Mm-hmm. Tizen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stacey. Or Prince. <laughs> Welcome to episode 99. 99. 99. That We're means one week yeah. away from 100. We go on Twitch? Mm. Well, we already did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you watched it. Yeah. So if you guys joined us for our fucking twitch episode on Friday. Then you already know what we're talking about on next Sunday. Yeah, then you'll have heard next episode. Jesus, this is the most thing. confusing Willy Wonka motherfucking shit we've ever done. Time travel's a bitch. No idea where we're at in life right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lady. Okay, ready for my story? I am. Because it's my week. It is. All right, this week I'm going to tell you about Brian Egg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't make well, fun of him. He might be a victim. He might be. Okay. You're right. Touche. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in 2018, Brian Egg was a 65-year-old man who lived in San Francisco, Ooh, and okay. he worked as a bartender at a local bar called The Stud. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. And he's 65? He's 65. He's fucking crushing it, man. Dude, he fucking sounds like a blast. I think I love him. You should. Right now, so far. Yeah, so far you should. Okay. Uh, he was known as a very kind man, and he was also a pretty eccentric character. Do you think he went by Egg? I can only hope so. I hope so, too. Yo, like, Egg. Yo, Egg. Give me another Rona. What up, Double G? <laughs> <laughs> e to the Double G. That's what we would call him if mm-hmm. we went to the stud. Mm-hmm. Which is... I feel like it's a gay bar. Is it, it is. A gay bar? I was okay. just going to say. Which is a gay bar, but we would still probably go. That's true. And then everyone would be so annoyed with us. And like, we'd also fit in because they'd be like, yeah, they're fucking lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was always out and about in his neighborhood alleyway. Which was on Clara Street, in case anybody in San Francisco knows where that is. Mm-hmm. And he was either chatting it up with his neighbors, or he'd be walking his small dog, or taking care of the plants in the neighborhood. Okay. Like, he just sounds fucking pleasant. He sounds delightful. He does. Uh, Brian was always known to help those in need, and he would often go to the local, like, soup kitchen? I put soup kitchen. I forget what it's really called, so if that's offensive, don't fucking hate me. Yeah, but the place where you go for to get free food. meals and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, assistance. Yeah. So Brian would go to these soup kitchens, and he would meet people, and he would invite them back to his place to stay the night if they needed, like, a place to stay. That's very nice. Or sometimes they could stay for a while so that they could help get back on their feet. Okay. Very nice of him. Yeah. From what I read, Brian himself didn't have, like, steady employment. So it wasn't that he was just going to these soup kitchens to hang out. He actually needed the assistance himself. Hmm. But he had a place to stay. And so he's like, I need fucking help sometimes, and I'm here to help you. Yeah, everybody needs a helping hand every once in a while. Exactly. He was just like a nice guy. All right. In late May of 2018, Brian was spotted at his usual spots around the neighborhood, like doing his usual things. Everything was fucking status quo. Okay. In June or July of 2018... Devin Egg, who is Brian's brother, go ahead and insert like deviled egg in joke now or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> I think their parents knew what they were doing. <laughs> 
Uh, how's his brother scrambled? <laughs> God, we're assholes. Well, and they got into a little a little scramble. Oh Lord. <laughs> Did they? Ugh. Did they fight a lot? Well, I'll tell you. Did they scramble? <laughs> Actually, I don't know about their childhood. But in June or July of 2018, his brother, Devin, calls up Brian for a little chit-chat. Mm-hmm. When he calls, his brother doesn't answer, and instead he gets the answering machine. Oh, no. And he thought it was kind of strange because Brian never actually used the answering machine. Like, like, he didn't usually have it plugged in? Like, turned on. I guess this was oh. a landline. It didn't ever specify whether or not this was a cell phone or a landline, but I'm assuming it was a landline. Okay. Because of what I'm about to tell you next. What year was this? This 20, was 2018. I feel like it's not a landline. But he was 65. Maybe. That's true. In San Francisco. And he'd <laughs> been living there for a long time. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So, the recording said to leave a message because Brian was out of town on vacation. Okay. Was it Brian's voice? Well, what was odd was that Brian never mentioned a vacation. And also, like I just said, he had to go to soup kitchens and shit. So he was like barely living within his means. So vacation seems like pretty unlikely. Yeah. How are you going on vacations? Exactly. And then even stranger is that the voice on the machine wasn't Brian's voice. Bum, 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 bum. Right? His brother didn't recognize the person speaking, but he knew it wasn't Brian. Okay. So his brother's like, that's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. And so he calls back later. I wonder if the voice person was like, "Uh, Brian's on vacation, or was it like, I'm on vacation? Probably like, I'm on vacation. I think it was trying to sound like I'm on vacation. Mm. I didn't like hear it or, or was have it a word like, for word. Vacation time. Leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't specify. Later. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope that's what it was. <laughs> but because the, the like, it was mentioned that the voice wasn't Brian's, that makes me think that they were trying to allude that it was Brian, right? Yeah. Sounds right. Okay. So Devin calls Brian. Brian back later, right? Mm-hmm. And this time somebody answers. Ooh. However, <gasps> uh-huh. the person on the other line wasn't Brian. Big uh-huh. surprise. But instead, it was somebody who said his name was Nate. All right, Nate. All right, Nate. What's going on? Yeah. Where the fuck is Brian? First of all, you can't put a fucking message on that says that you're going on vacation and then answer the phone later. Yeah, this is a terrible plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like answering someone else's office phone while you're scooping around their office. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah, she's not shit. here right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave a message to clearly identify that I was here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Nate says that Brian was out walking his dog when Devin called back, mm-hmm. but that when he got back, he would have Brian call Devin back. Mm-hmm. And Devin was like, how was that vacation? <laughs> yeah. That uh, one day vacation. Where, yeah, what's going on here? That's another thing. It didn't specify how much longer he waited until he called back. Yeah, or like, how often they talked. Yeah, like, I don't know if it was later that day that he called back again, or if it was, like, Just right after. Later. He was like, aha, I'm going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> or if it was, like, fucking weeks later. All right. So big surprise, Brian never calls Devin back. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then in late July, neighbors started to notice that Brian was no longer walking the streets with his dog <gasps> or taking care of the plants or anything. Oh, so no. the neighbors start to notice that he's missing. Yeah. They also notice that there's these strange men that keep going in and out of Brian's home. Mm-mm. But they would never see Brian with him. Mm-hmm. And these people also appeared to be kind of like unkempt you know mm-hmm. and they were referred to as looking homeless oh no <gasps> yeah oh no so brian's close friend who is a neighbor by the name of scott free 
noticed that all of these strange things were unfolding, and he decided to call the police and ask them to do a welfare check on Brian. Good. Well, the cops come, and they knock on the door, but big surprise, Brian doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. You're not surprised. I'm not. Mm-hmm. So they poke around for a bit, and they don't notice anything suspicious or out of place, so they call it a day, and they head home. Did they get inside the apartment? No. Oh, one of these awesome welfare checks. Yeah, is where they're like, oh, the door was locked and no one answered, so everything's fine. So I went home. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Cool. Thanks for doing your job. I know. I know. Okay, so this is kind of where the story gets a little fuzzy, depending on what article you read, because evidently the police come again. They're called again by the neighbors or whatever to come do another welfare check. Mm-hmm. And again, they knock, nobody answers, and they leave. My God. So there's, like, differing accounts about how many times the police actually came and knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking, like, three too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One too many. Yeah. Multiple times too many. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the point of a welfare check. Yeah. Okay, so it's been a while, right? Mm-hmm. And at this point, Scott, the neighbor and friend, is starting to get, like, really frustrated and concerned yeah. I would be too. Right? And so he goes on an app called Nextdoor, which you and I are oh. very familiar with. Yeah, we are. And, and he was like, loud noises. And he wouldn't know what that helicopter is saying. <laughs> exactly. Well, he goes on there and he's like, the helicopter isn't saying shit. Go away with that bullshit because I've got something more important to tell mm-hmm. you. And he says, I'm really concerned that Brian's missing. You know, the guy always out walking his dog, taking care of your plants. He's missing. Mm-hmm. Please help me keep an eye out for him. And there's, like, all this weird activity going on at the house. Everybody, like, help fucking pay attention. Yeah. And the neighbors all posted shit, and they agreed that something had to be wrong. And they all collaborated and said that they were going to keep bothering the police. Anytime they saw something suspicious, they were going to contact the police. Because, wow, so far they weren't doing anything, right? Yeah. Nice. So, enough people bother them. Fucking something will happen. That's a good idea. I would have never considered to put that on there. I'd just be like, I mean, I guess I'll go knock on the door myself. Right? Or Or you'd be like, I'll call again. Yeah. Or talk to one of the people that goes in there and be like, hey, man, have you seen my buddy? Yeah. And then I die. I would die a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. Don't worry. Same. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So like I said, police have been out several times. Neighborhoods getting all fucking concerned, right? Mm -hmm. So the neighbors start to notice that whenever they call the cops out, and no one answers, that later there's suspicious activity. Like, it almost sparks whoever the fuck's in the house to do something. Ooh. And so after one of the little, like, fucking welfare checks by the police, the neighbors witnessed somebody starting to clean up Brian's home. Okay. In a weird way. Mm-hmm. Not good. Right so someone was cleaning the floors with so much soap that bubbles and, like, soapy water was literally coming out the front door and spilling into the street. What? Not a good look, right? No. Someone was... What, what did they have a hose inside? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's, like, more fucking work than I would ever put into my own home. Oh, so. my God. No, I've considered pressure washing my kitchen before. <laughs> just calling it a day. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I why don't we have don't... a drain in the middle of this thing? <laughs> Literally, just hose that shit down. Especially with a baby learning to eat, man. Oh, my God, right? Why isn't there a garbage disposal in the middle? Yeah, my dogs don't know how to drink water, so they just fucking drip that shit everywhere. I'm like, it would okay. be nice if I could just pressure wash my floors. But your dogs I know. and their water. I know. They and don't, this would be your house. They don't understand. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and you'd be like, don't worry, just giving Carl some water. Don't call the fucking cops. Yeah, he gets it all the way out the fucking door. Oh, my God. Okay, 
They also spotted someone cleaning the front of the home with bleach. Ooh. The and front of the home? Yeah. They like, didn't specify anything more than that. Okay. They're just <laughs> like the fucking somebody, walls. Fucking These had are... some like 409 <laughs> spray bottle. <laughs> Simple green. Yeah. Oh, God. That is the worst smelling shit ever. Oh, it smells like my childhood. Mine too. Yeah. Well, maybe not my childhood, but like my apartment days. Yeah. Yeah. Back when it was like, this shit's at the dollar store though. Yeah. I'll use it. <laughs> oh, man. But okay. This might sound um, prejudiced, I guess, but homeless people, they might have been on drugs. And just, like, fucking getting the mess out of their skin. I mean, just, yeah, <laughs> clean it. Yeah, they clean stuff, like, incessantly. And so yeah. they're like, just got to be fucking clean. Maybe. Yeah, could be. So cleaning the front of a house. But, like, like, why didn't you answer when the cops were there, bro? Where's Brian, bro? Well... That's because they did some shit. Yep. Go ahead and tell me about it. <laughs> Which is why I'm telling you the story. Yeah. Okay, so also one other weird fucking thing they saw was that somebody was painting the front of the home and part of, like, the door or some shit. Or maybe they were painting the door and part of the front of the house. Painting they fucking it painted. The same color that it was? Yeah. Or, like... Yeah. When they paint over graffiti and they're like, this is not the same green. <laughs> it's close enough, though. And we got rid of the words. So that's what really matters. Right. No, I think it was like the same color. Oh. Because they only painted part of the home. Mm-hmm. So like, hmm. you wouldn't just stop, right? Like, fuck, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Partial. Yeah. I mean, they might have been on drugs and they're You're like, right. this is perfect. You're right. I don't know how all of this shit was getting done without the police, like, finding out. You know, if the whole neighborhood's on watch and they're like, yo, come check out this house. And then every time the police leave, something fucking happens, like, suds out in the street. Yeah. Like, why why wouldn't the police just, like, hang out for a minute or come back? Or, yeah, come back. If I was the neighbors, I'd be like, hey, they're fucking inside the house. Like, they're there. When you knocked, they were there. And they're there right now. Go look now. Go inside. Yeah, they're being fucking sus right now. Get out there. For the record, a lot of people, like, fucking bitched about how the police handled this. Mm. Which is what normally happens when things go awry, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you about that. All right. So now it's August 7th. And still nothing has come from the police checks, and still no one has heard from Brian. Mm -hmm. So it's been a couple months now, right? Yeah. So Brian's sister decides that it's high time to file a fucking missing persons report. Yeah. And with this missing persons report, again, the police come out and check on the home. Of course, he doesn't answer, so they fucking head home, and they're like, well, nope. Glad we checked there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Check that off the list. Uh Then on August 14th. 2018, Mm. a week later, yeah, Scott, the neighbor Mm -hmm. slash friend, whatever, he looks out of his window towards Brian's home and he notices that there's this like white van parked outside Mm -hmm. of Brian's Mm -hmm. house. The white van said on the side of it, aftermath services, and it was a local (gasps) crime scene cleanup company. (gasps) What? What the fuck? And (gasps) a man that Scott didn't recognize came out of Brian's home and met the man in the van at the curbside. So, uh, yeah. Can you just hire them? You can just hire them. Did you know that? I mean, I kind of assumed that you could, but also I feel like you'd have to be like, and here's the police report for this homicide. I legit watched a quick little video clip that's on one of the sources that I cite. Mm-hmm. And 
the guy, he wasn't the guy with Aftermath Services. He was just like, I own a cleanup crew, a crime scene cleanup crew fucking shit. And he's <laughs> like, there's very little communication between us and the police. Like, you don't have what? to. We trust the person calling and hiring us. We kind of take you at your word. Yeah. What? And then he was like, okay. I want to tell you so much about this, but I need to tell you the story first. Okay. Let me try. Okay. He was basically like, generally when I go into a crime scene and I clean it up, I check everywhere. So I'm shocked that this client, this cleaning crew didn't find certain things. Really? So the whole thing is fucking sketchy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have my interest. Good. So Scott sees this shit, right? And he frantically calls the police and he tells them, like, yo, you need to get here now. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't hire this crew, somebody's cleaning up a goddamn crime scene. Yeah. And that's my friend Brian. Yeah. You know, Brian, and, you the missing guy. <laughs> the guy that we've called you out to fucking check on fucking thousand times. Yeah. Some fishy's happening. Yeah. Come on down. Come on and do your goddamn job. Yeah. So the police arrive and they find a man living in the home by the name of Robert McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And he's 52. He's also this man that was seen like walking out to the van, whatever. Mm-hmm. Same guy. Robert had $1,000 cash on him to pay off the crime scene cleaning guys. Uh, so the police are like, this is pretty fucking suspicious, Robert. We're going to go ahead and arrest you. Yeah. This is not your home also. Yeah. Where's Brian? Here's a crime scene. There's a lot of blood, probably. Yeah. yeah. And Robert's like, I don't know who the fuck Brian is. What? Yeah. But he's arrested. Wait. <laughs> I just live in this house suddenly? Yeah. yeah. I don't know all of Robert's story. Okay. Okay. So. I guess it's plausible that... A homeless person would be squatting in a home, maybe, or something. Well, that or, like, another person would have, like, uh, posed as a landlord and been like, you can live here oh, to, yeah. like, an unsuspecting person. Yeah. It's just like, like what? I don't know what this stain is about, but <laughs> I'm going to hire someone for that. I'm going to get this crime scene crew in case of blood. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. So two days later, on August 16th. Police also arrest a man by the name of Lance Silva, who's 39, Mm -hmm. in connection with this whole fucking living in Brian's home, Brian's missing shit. Okay. So through investigation, the police discover that on June 1st, 2018. Oh, my God. Yeah. A 2007 BMW was purchased using Brian Egg's credit card. Oh, my God. And it was purchased for $5,500. Okay. So now June 1st in the timeline, just so that it, like, fucking helps tie all this together, this is after Brian's brother, Devin, had tried calling Brian and got the voicemail. Mm -hmm. But it's before anyone in the neighborhood knew he was missing and before any welfare checks were done. Okay. So it's, like, right when this shit was going. I'm sure it's, like, the day shit happened, you know? Like, it's June 1st. And he was last seen in May. Yeah. The end of May. So there's like a week time frame in there that something happened to Brian because now Lance has his fucking credit card and is buying a BMW. Ooh, and they knew it was Lance using it? Okay, so <laughs> they searched Lance's possessions. And they were like, hey, we found this 2007 BMW under your bed. <laughs> they literally found the key to the 2007 BMW. Oh. They also found the receipt for the sale of that BMW. Okay. And the whole time, Lance is like, I didn't buy a BMW. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I drove one once, but I didn't buy one. Uh Uh-huh. The police also found that that BMW had actually been towed two weeks after its purchase. Mm -hmm. And it, because it was in like a no-stopping zone or some shit. And so it got (laughs) impounded. And then there were two guys who came and picked up the car. 
And there was video surveillance footage of those two guys. <gasps> okay. One of them was a guy by the name of Paul Foran, which I'm going to tell you about that in a fucking second. Okay. And the other was Lance, Lance Silva. Yeah. So he was on fucking video footage picking up this car that supposedly he only drove and never fucking bought or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So this Paul Foran guy, he never gets mentioned again, but everything I could find was... He's actually a previous victim of Lance because Lance has, like, stolen identities all over the fucking place. Oh. And so Paul was a previous victim, but no one can find him. Like, the police have never found this man in this video and interviewed him. What? And they don't know for sure that it is actually Paul. It could be somebody who said at Impound, like, yeah, my name is Paul, but really it was somebody else. So this guy is still fucking outstanding. Nobody knows who he is. But I'm sure the police would love to talk to him. Yeah. So if it was you, go ahead and come forward. Yeah. Could you please (laughs) uh, call the police? So we don't know what fucking Paul's whole story is, but we obviously know that Lance and Robert are up to no good. Yeah. I don't really know where Robert comes in on this whole BMW thing either, but Lance is a motherfucker. Buying some cars and shit. Yeah. Kind of a dick move. Ooh, I don't know if I listed this or if I wrote this, but the guy who sold the BMW to Lance, Mm -hmm. the police came to him the same day and they were like, yo, you know, you sold a car to a Brian Egg. And he was like, yeah. And they were like, could you pick him out? Like, was it this Brian Egg? And they showed a picture of the real Brian Egg. And he was like, nope, doesn't look like him. And then they showed a picture of Lance. And he was like, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, shit. And they were like, well, what kind of identification did you see? And he was like, the normal shit. Like, he gave me his ID with his name. What? And his picture. Yeah, this motherfucker had, like, fucking shit made so that it looked like he was Brian Egg. He was taking over his identity. What? Yeah. That's crazy. That's fucked up. Within like a week? Yes. Isn't that crazy? I mean, we don't know if fucking Lance knew Brian before. So maybe he was like, oh, I'm going to get him. I guess. he drew up the paperwork. I don't know what it takes to get a fake ID around here. But I mean, if he was stealing other people's IDs or identities before, maybe he like had a guy. Yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't sound like the most stand-up guy in the world. Yeah. Ooh, that's crazy. Right. So police charge both Robert and Lance with identity theft mm-hmm. and some other fucking financial crimes, uh, elderly abuse, and homicide. Dude, he was barely elder. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I wanted you to be shocked by homicide. Homicide, you say, but there's no dead body. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I was more shocked that they're calling him old. I'm like, rude, he's only 65. <laughs> Pretty sure he can get Social Security. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, you can barely get fucking 40% off at Denny's. <laughs> Senior menu. True, true. That's some serious bullshit right there. Yeah. Some serious bullshit. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so homicide. Oh, shocking, right? Yeah, very shocking. Well, on August 17th, the police had been searching Brian's home for like four days now. Mm -hmm. And I guess they were fucking processing the crime scene. Uh, Some articles say it took four days. Some articles say it was the same fucking day. Literally, it's like down the middle. I have no fucking clue. This shit is all over the goddamn place. But it takes them a little bit to find some shit. The whole time they're searching the home, the police are like, the house smells like bleach and like something else. Simple green. Like, it's kind of like, yeah. Bleach and simple green, that's what it is. I knew it reminded me of something familiar. Right. <laughs> but they can't quite figure out where the smell's coming from. Yeah. They find that there's, like, blood stains all over the furniture, like, all over the home. There's just oh. fucking random blood stains. Okay. And in the backyard, they find a sheep 
not a sheep. I was like, a what? <laughs> a sheet. <laughs> in the backyard, they find a sheet, like a bed sheet, mm-hmm. that had some brown stains all over it, as mm-hmm. well as some aged pupa. 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 All right. So every pupa. girl knows that blood stains turn brown yeah. when they're old. Yeah. And every girl knows when fucking maggots start growing. And every girl knows that if you leave your fucking nasty shit out for too long that flies will lay eggs that is so fucking gross no girls know that yeah yeah that's a joke that's a joke (laughs) (laughs) okay so also in the backyard there was this planter and they found some bone fragments Mm -hmm. so on the fourth day of searching according to some articles with the help of some cadaver dogs ooh the police come across a hidden room in the house. Mm-hmm. How, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. A whole room was hidden. Four days. Four days. Took four <laughs> days to be like, hey, you know, the house looks bigger from the outside. <laughs> God damn it. There's a hole upstairs. I swear to God. It looks like a two-story. It's so weird. It's only one when you get inside. <laughs> the fuck? Okay. I mean, pretty fucking close, but... This hidden room was located under a staircase. Okay. And the door to the secret room was <gasps> hidden behind a picture frame. Which I feel like any investigator, the first thing you do is go remove all the pictures. I mean, why is this picture touching the floor? <laughs> it's big. <laughs> it's it's a mural. Apparently. But also, those doors under staircases are usually like tiny-ass closet-looking doors. Yeah. So it, this picture yeah. is tall and touching the floor. Why is it touching the floor? I feel like that's a horrible place for that fucking picture. Maybe it wasn't like you know a door. here really well? A door. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't like a door like how we're thinking. Maybe it was like a, a secret trap door so that it didn't go all the way to the floor. I don't fucking know. Oh, like a hidey hole? Yeah, like it was a super secret. Yeah. I don't know for fucking sure at Maybe. all. Maybe. I'm assuming it was just like a fucking coat closet and they're calling it a secret room. Because uh, somebody put a picture in front of it. Yeah. They or like fucking leaned, leaned their mirror against yeah, it. Yeah, leaned the mirror, leaned the picture up against it and was like, no one will look here. Yeah, and it took investigators four days to look there. <laughs> hey, did anybody notice this picture just fucking precariously leaning right here? <laughs> right. Okay. I, disclaimer. Someone tripped on it. <laughs> disclaimer, I have no idea about the details of this room. But okay. it does sound pretty fucking suspicious. But I would love to see pictures because I'm fucking equally as curious. Okay. Is it? I know you just said you don't really know. Yeah, but I'll is speculate. It, is it just a room under the stairs or is it like a little fucking door that leads to stairs that go down to it's like, like a bigger a, room? It's like you open the door and you're in the room. Like there's no stairs okay. leading okay. anywhere. So you're just in this fucking tiny ass like Harry Potter room. I don't know how tiny it is. Like everything. What I'm about to tell you is like how the fuck does all that fit into a tiny room? So right. I don't know. All right. Tell me so about So maybe it. it's like a normal sized room. I don't. No. (laughs) I have so many questions, too. Okay. They find this fucking hidey hole, right? Yeah. And they open the door. And in the room, investigators find a giant fish tank in the middle of this room. Okay. So it had (laughs) electricity going to this tiny room. Yes, it did. (sighs) Okay. Because... All right, let me just tell you what's going on with the fish tank. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of shit in there. It's, like, stacked on top of it and everything. You can't really tell what's going on. And there's a fan on top of the fish tank, and the fan is pointed towards the door of the room. Okay. And all over the floor is, like, white shit sprinkled everywhere, and it looks to be laundry detergent. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Talk about a fucking hidey hole of 
Horror. Terror. Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here. So as the investigators approach the fish tank, which in my mind, I'm imagining they're crouching. But then I'm like, but wait, it's a giant fish tank with a fan on top of it. They could stand up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're about to find some Silence of the Lambs fucking head in a jar shit here. Oh, yeah. It's not good. Oh, my God. Okay. So they approach the fish tank <gasps> and they okay. notice that it's filled with a bunch of junk and it smells like chemicals. Uh-huh. Were there fish in it? Okay, gone. Uh, great it's question. It's filled with shit. It's, it's filled, filled with, with shit. Like, it's, like, full of shit. And there's, like, enough fucking shit on it that they could put the person who put the shit there put a fan on top of it. Okay. The fan is on top of the fish tank of shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of the time, fish tanks have lids. So the fan yeah. could go on top of I just that. don't know how everything I'm about to tell you could fit in this fish tank with a lid. Okay, so tell me all the things. I don't know how big this fish tank is. But it did say large fish tank. Okay, so okay. they're approaching it, right? It smells like chemicals. Yeah. There were bottles of Drano floating in the tank. Along oh, floating. With... So there is water in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's fluid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's specifically water. Okay. I went Drano because it smells like chemicals and there's bottles of Drano, but I don't know for fucking sure. <gasps> Are they trying to fucking disintegrate a body in yeah, there? Yeah, they were doing something not good in there. Okay. There was also some carpet. I don't know if it was, like, fucking rolled up or what. In the fish tank? Yep. Okay. And an iron sawhorse. The fuck? Right? <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it. Like, the whole thing? I don't get it. It's a big-ass fish tank. I it's like a dentist office fish tank. Don't get it. That is like a dentist. It's, like, built into the wall? Yeah. How the fuck? Why Just is it in this room? Okay, so that door has to be a normal size. That's a big-ass door. Yeah. That door touches the floor. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that picture got fucking misplaced for or not noticed for four days if that part is true of the story okay uh-huh. okay i feel like uh devin would be able to tell us was this fish tank always in this hidey hole room or was it like usually in the Surprise. living room yeah because who would put a fish tank in this fucking tiny ass weird room I maybe know. not tiny but I know. weird room oh man wouldn't it be a travesty if also fish died in the story right that's so sad yeah also fish, fish tanks, tanks are expensive, expensive. Oh, jinx! <laughs> God damn it. We've been doing this too long. Literally. And we're both cheap, so we're like oh, outraged at yeah. the fucking thought of this. You don't just happen upon one of these. Yeah, especially a big one that can fit an iron sawhorse. Yeah, and a fucking, I'm just saying rolled up carpet. I don't know if it was rolled up or not, but in my head, it's like you roll a body up in a carpet, right? Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a body inside of the carpet. It just said carpet. Yeah. Okay, so investigators are like, whoa, this is fishy. <laughs> that is fucking a fish tank of mystery. <laughs> and so they start pulling the shit out, and they're like, aha, Drano, aha, an iron sawhorse, whatever. Yeah. And as they pull all this stuff out, a body begins to surface. <gasps> okay, this is a huge fish tank. Yeah. yeah. If it surfaces. Yeah. Well, and then I'm thinking, like, why couldn't you just see it from the side? Yeah, they're generally clear. Yeah, I have no idea. So maybe the chemicals in there were so dark and mucky. Oh. And can you imagine? Oh, there are not gloves thick enough or long enough to go digging in that. No. Like, imagine pulling out a sawhorse, an iron one. So you need two people. And, you know, okay, now the room is bigger because if you have to do that in, like, a cross space, that's fucking horrific. Yeah, there has to be, like, equal amount on top of the fish yeah. tanks that you could, like, yeah. put it into it. Yeah. But also, what I'm thinking is I don't think that the chemicals necessarily – discolored the water mm-hmm. so much as body juices maybe yeah it could just be like colors blood i would don't make know. it very dark and murky oh god. oh god and as you're pulling that out the water just drips all over the carpet 
Well, there's detergent down, so, so it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> but like, what if it splashes on your shoes? I'm sure they were wearing hazmat suits. Oh, God, I hope so. They were probably like, it smells like we simple should, green and dead bodies. We should suit up for this one, boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this fucking hidey hole of horrors? Yeah. Let me suit up before I get in there. Let me just walk in on my day clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not on my nice shoes. Yeah. Fuck your mask. <laughs> All right. So the body fucking surfaces, right? Yeah. It quickly becomes evident that this body is very, very badly decomposed, and it's missing its head and its hands. Okay. The body's legs had also been hacked off, Ugh. but the feet were found in the tank still inside the socks. What? I don't, I don't know if the legs were. It just said the feet. Okay. As the body was removed from the fish tank, this fucking grosses me out. Flesh and muscle that was, like, so badly decomposed and deteriorating started to literally fall off of the bone. Oh. Like, could you imagine trying to pull that out? No. (gasps) And then, like, it's slipping and then you just have a bone in your hand and you're like, fuck. That is so gross. Oh, it's horrific. That stew is done. (laughs) Oh, man. You're welcome. Okay. So we just covered a lot of messed up stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, just to recap some of the goddamn theories or whatever Mm -hmm. the laundry detergent on the floor with the fan pointed at the door was likely an attempt to cover up the smell of the decomposition yeah it's a weird attempt very weird tactics i don't think i would have put the fan on top of the thing that's holding the dead thing and then point it towards the door yeah i would put it like on the carpet with the detergent and blow the detergent smell towards the door like have a bucket of detergent right next to the fan yeah yeah like have it Bringing fresh air somehow. Like I don't know. A blade plug-in. Yeah. Maybe like a pine saw fucking air freshener just oh hanging in front of the fan. Just a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like pine in here. Oh, it's so weird. Hmm. It's supposed to be a pine closet. It's a cedar closet. It's to keep moths out. <laughs> oh, God. All right. And then the iron sawhorse and the carpet in the fish tank, they mm-hmm. were likely used to weigh the body down. Okay. That makes sense. So this body was in such a terrible state that not all of the organs could be identified or accounted for. Oh, that's so gross. That's so gross. I mean, think about it. It's August. He likely was killed at the end of May. Oh. That's like two and a half months to be sitting in this shit. Yeah. And they're living in the house with it. That is so gross. Right? So it turns out the autopsy was actually really difficult to perform because the tissues were so badly decomposed or, like, totally missing. Yeah. Most of the findings on the autopsy had to be based on the state of this person's bones. Ooh. Yeah. So they were like, oh, this person was about 65 years old. Yeah. And I bet his last name was Egg. So through DNA profiling, the body is positively identified as Brian. Ooh. Which we're not surprised. Yeah. Uh, However, the cause of death was basically impossible to confirm. Oh. The autopsy notes that the bones were even kind of furry and deteriorating. Oh. They did uncover, though, fractured ribs and vertebrae that was consistent with blunt force trauma. Oh, my God. That sucks. I know. It's super sad. But the problem was that there was no way to determine if this trauma had occurred before death or after death. Because, I mean, like, dismembering a body is pretty fucking traumatic to the body. I'm sure. There was no evidence of bleeding in the tissues around the breaks, so that would suggest that it happened, like, post-mortem. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, the tissues were so bad, you couldn't really confidently say that, like, there's no blood here. You're just like, I mean, I don't see any. It doesn't look like it, but can't really confirm it. Yeah, so you couldn't get a definitive ruling. Okay. 
Also, the broken ribs and the vertebrae, they weren't like life-threatening injuries, so they wouldn't have caused death themselves. They would have just sucked. Yeah. So it doesn't really say the cause of death. It just says, like, potentially, if these happened before he died, then potentially he was beat up. Yeah. Right? But it doesn't say how he died. Okay. Toxicology does come back and confirm that Brian didn't have any drugs in his system, so he didn't die of a drug overdose or anything. Mm -hmm. But that's all they got. Jesus. So, like I said, Robert and Lance are in custody, right? Yeah. And they're like, hey, did you know? Did you know that there's a body in a fish tank and a sawhorse? It's uh, like that song. There's a fucking hidey hole of horrors. Here. Yeah. <laughs> a body in a fish tank. <laughs> and a bump hole in the ground. And the green grass grows all around, all around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, they're in custody. But for some reason, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> the police don't have enough evidence to hold Robert. So what? he's allowed to go free. Well, I mean, like I said, he could have been rented the house by someone else. Exactly. And not and really know. Exactly. And they don't have a cause of death for Brian. They just know, like, all right, there's a fucking body in here. Yeah. It's pretty suspicious, but I don't know for sure that he was murdered. Yeah. But also, if the police couldn't find this fucking tiny little room, maybe they were like, well, I mean, nobody could have found it. Yeah. Maybe Robert didn't even know it existed. Exactly. Okay. So as for Lance, on August 29th, Lance Silva is still in custody, right? And Mm -hmm. he is brought to court to face charges for violating his parole. Okay. He was on parole for grand theft, identity theft, and embezzlement. So obviously, bro has a fucking MO, right? Yeah. He did those things again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, under conditions of your parole, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Again. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. He obviously violated his parole when he went and stole Brian's identity and bought a fucking car, right? Yeah. Uh, Like I said earlier, Lance claims the whole time he didn't actually purchase the car. He said that he drove it a few times, but didn't fucking, I didn't buy it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the uh, car salesman was like, no, it was Lance. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it was definitely that guy. Yeah. So the judge finds him guilty of the violation, and he's sent to jail. Okay. Okay. Here's another weird thing, though. The guy who sold Lance the car was like, I specifically remember that day that he came in, he was in, like, such a great mood, and he mentioned that he had just come into some money, and he had just bought a home in San Francisco, and that this was in June of 2018, so this is right after Brian was last seen. Oh, jeez. Pretty suspicious. Yeah. There were also text messages between Lance's phone and the, like, fucking owner of this used car sale lot or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, working out the deal to buy a car. (laughs) <laughs> so Lance's a bad liar. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so obviously he fucking gets put in jail for violating his parole. Yeah. But in April of 2019, so not even a year later, Lance is released from jail. For what? Right? Because they didn't have enough evidence. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking wait. Okay, so I guess it's really you don't have to wait. That's basically it. They didn't have enough evidence to prosecute anyone or to like bring them to trial what so for his parole i don't remember what he got there's no fucking fingerprints in this goddamn hidey hole of horrors right well the crime scene crew was there cleaning everything up i don't know how far along they got before the cops got there but they don't have like a murder weapon they don't have a cause of death did the crime scene crew find this fucking room of 
horrors or did okay. the police? So that the police found it. That's what I was talking about earlier. The guy who was being interviewed for like this fucking oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. news piece, news mm-hmm. segment. He wasn't related to this case or that company at all. But he was like, you know, when I come in, sometimes police and, you know, first responders or whatever, they kind of track the scene all throughout the house, like mm-hmm. further than the actual scene itself. So whenever I come in, I always do a thorough search of the house to make sure I get everything. So it's shocking to me that this wasn't uncovered by the cleaning crew. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because you'd probably check like the edges of pictures and shit for Ugh, like droplets. Yeah. You would think. God. Ugh. I don't know. Okay. So everybody's fucking the two suspects are out willy-nilly frolicking in life. Oh, my God. All of Brian's neighbors confirmed that both Lance and Robert were the ones that they had seen coming and going from Brian's home while he was missing. Yeah. Uh, Scott also confirmed that it was Lance he saw outside of Brian's home on the day they saw that soapy water coming out from under the door, spilling Uh into the streets. Yeah. I guess Lance had, like, taken a broom and was sweeping the soapy water into the storm drains. Okay. So he fucking... Like, you can't... I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck were you cleaning, Lance? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. A little suspicious back there. Uh, Scott says that he sees Robert regularly roaming <gasps> the neighborhood still. What the fuck? Like, he's out, just walking around, still in, neighbor, still in the neighborhood. And the most messed up thing is that the family, Brian's family, they didn't even know that either of the suspects were released. They oh, had to find out through the media. My God. Right? But Brian's brother, Devin... He's like, yeah, I was upset over it, but I don't fault the police at all. Like, I just want them to solve this case. Like, I'm not mad at them. I just want them to solve it. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, I mean, you have to follow Proto to be like. Yeah, that old Proto. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if they really don't have anything to to fucking keep them, you can't. Because if it was flipped, you'd be mad that they were keeping him for whatever. You know, something that he may or may not have actually done. Right. Okay. So at this point, everybody's out, right? Yeah. We don't have an exact date of death, but. He was last seen in May. The car was purchased in early June. So somewhere in that time frame, Mm -hmm. he is likely to have been deceased. It took until May of 2019 for the San Francisco medical examiner to rule Brian's death a homicide. Jesus. He was in a fish tank. I know. But it's accidental. (laughs) But I guess it doesn't prove that he was murdered. It just proves that somebody did something to his body afterwards. Desecration of a corpse. There's a fucking crime here. Yeah. yeah. But then you have to prove who did that. So it's almost a year after he was last seen, right, that they're finally like, okay, this was a homicide. And at this point, everybody's fucking out and about. Mm -hmm. That Robert Jew didn't get anything, like... Literally, he was, like, arrested and then released right away. Oh, my God. When police were questioned about why both of the suspects were released from custody, like I said, they said they didn't have enough probable cause to make an arrest and to bring the suspects to trial. Mm -hmm. They say the investigation is still active and both Lance and Robert are still the main two suspects in the case. The fuck? I know. Police have obviously gotten a lot of bad press about this. Oddly. (laughs) After all, what kind of welfare checks were those, right? Yeah. But they replied saying that they don't just go knocking down doors just because somebody is reported missing. That's what you should do, though. I'm like, that's the one time. That's literally what you're supposed to do. And then you burst in and you scare the shit out of the person and you're like, bro, pick up your phone. Yeah. And they're like, I don't want to be seen. And you're like, okay. I'll let you go. Yeah, well, then you're fine. But Sorry about your everybody's fucking there. worried about you. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting your masturbating on the couch <laughs> oh, or whatever. God. Yeah, whatever you're doing in that fish tank. Yeah. Okay. All right. So like we've been saying, I think the major issue here is that the DA has to prove that Brian was murdered. 
And because like disposing of a body and stealing an I- somebody's identity is like pretty fucking bad. It's not murder. Yeah. So you have to distinguish the two. Still, if they have evidence of those things, like they should be in jail for that at least. I know for like stealing his identity. Yeah. At least bring him to trial for that. I mean, I guess they kind of did. They were like, yo, he stole his identity and you violated his parole. But, like, go fucking prosecute him for that crime. Yeah. And then he fucking desecrated a corpse or whatever or fucking tampered with a possible crime scene. Yeah, but they don't – I guess they don't have direct evidence of that. Okay, but if you see a dead person, I think – I'm pretty sure – the number one thing you're supposed to do is call the cops. But it was in a secret room. Maybe he didn't see the dead person, which is pretty suspicious if he stole their identity. I find it's it hard to believe. It's fucking circumstantial. I find it hard to believe that there was no fingerprints inside this fucking hidey hole. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's not – because it's an active investigation, we don't know yeah. a lot of stuff, too. So who knows? I'm sure there's something. All right. Well, cops, if you're listening to this, check for fingerprints. Do you think they're, like, <laughs> taking notes and they're like, God damn, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> Scroll what on to something. Great idea. <laughs> I'm sure they have something, but for some fucking reason. It's not enough to convict. I think the main issue was it had to be ruled a homicide before they could charge somebody with murder. Yeah. And that just happened in August, which is almost a year now. Yeah. But that just happened in August, and now they're gathering all their fucking shit. But You should have gathered that shit before and then have it, and then it's ruled a homicide, and you can be like, cool, now we fucking book them, Lou. Uh, Book them, Lou. (laughs) Like I was saying earlier, there's literally no murder weapon, no known cause of death. We don't even know for sure that the date of death or anything, right? Mm -hmm. So there isn't much for them to kind of go off of. There isn't even a direct link to motive or how the two suspects even knew Brian, other than like... Identity theft would be the motive, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. nobody knows, like, how they knew Brian. It's just all fucking mystery. It's like speculation that they found him at the soup kitchen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want to hear my theory? Yep. I'm so glad you asked. Lay it on me. Okay, I suspect that Lance probably has a history of stealing people's ideas, we know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he met Brian, maybe at the soup kitchen, and took advantage of his kindness. Yeah. So I'm theorizing here that Brian is like, hey, Lance, you look like you need a place to lay your head. Why don't you come back to my place for a while? Mm-hmm. And Lance is like, oh, shit, this bro has, like, a home in San Francisco? Yeah. Because he bought this house a long time ago, Brian did, and it was, like, way cheaper then. And now San Francisco, it's, like, a million fucking dollars to live in a house there. Yeah. And so I'm sure Lance saw this as a great opportunity of, like, if I off this guy, I could steal his identity and I will assume his life. Yeah. (laughs) Only, obviously, people caught up on him and he got caught, right? Like, you can't just walk around in someone else's skin. Yeah, claiming to be Brian living in his house. No, man. I took some pills. They made me younger. Yeah, it's just like your story last week with that kid, the little boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Junior. Me, Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Walt Jr. Come yeah. on, man. You can't do that shit, all right? How funny. We always do this. <laughs> right? I swear I researched my case before you told that story to me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so so my theory is Lance gets rid of Brian, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe with the help of Robert. I don't know how these two are linked. But anyway, they get rid of him so that they can, like, steal his identity. I'm assuming Robert's getting something out of the deal. He either offed him and is, like, covering for Lance so Lance can go steal the ID, or he's benefiting from keeping his mouth shut or some shit, right? Yeah, he gets to stay in the house and all that. Exactly. Okay, so they get caught by the police, but they've already had plenty of fucking warnings. Every time the police knocked on the door, they would go cleaning the house. Yeah, plenty of time to clean up your crime scene. Exactly. So they cleaned up a majority of the evidence— And I feel like this whole case 
has a whole boatload of fucking circumstantial evidence, but they don't have any physical evidence. Yeah. So I'm wondering if now that it's been, like, deemed a homicide, if we're going to see some, like, movement on this case. But I don't know how long it takes to fucking do that. Apparently at least a year. Right? Because these people are legit just, like, walking around. on Like, Robert is seen in the neighborhood to this day. And then Lance is obviously a repeat offender, and he's not in jail right now. So he's probably off stealing somebody else's identity. Dude, if I were them, I would leave town. Right? Why is Robert cruising around the neighborhood? Yeah, like, walk around like you're untouchable. That's a dick move. Oh, it's fucking creepy. Either that or he genuinely is just totally clueless and had no idea. Mm. And he's like, wow, that was wild back there. I got taken advantage of, too. It could be. No idea. But... It's pretty sketch because I'm naming all these names off and nobody has been brought to trial or anything. So I could just be blindly blaming people. Yeah. And putting yourself out there as a next target. Oh, uh, yeah. Yay. Don't steal my shit. I'm poor as fuck. <laughs> That'd be the dumbest idea you ever had. Bitch, you got a whole shed in San Diego. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But it's got mosquitoes in it. I'm itchy. Yeah. yeah. After you found that one. I know. Same. Okay. So that's my story, guys. Well, goddamn. That was a doozy. I know. It's crazy. That's fucking... Sketch a shit. Yeah, it's gross. I'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> if you were the brother? If I was anybody in that story. Like, the neighbors. Yeah. I'm pissed now. I'm like, why is nothing happening? Yeah. The dude was found dismembered in a tank. For sure something fishy happened. And <laughs> they stole his ID. He didn't just die of natural causes. Yeah. And then they were like, fuck, let me find of a sketchy way to hide him. Like, no. Yeah. No. Ugh. Stupid. All right. That's horrible. Okay. Well. Is that everything? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have to close this bitch out. Yeah. (laughs) All right, peeps. Yep. If you want to see pictures pertaining to the case, go to isjudypodcast.com. There's also links to our Patreon and our merch. Uh, If you want to email us case suggestions or just say, what's up, baby? Mm -hmm. That's at (laughs) isjudypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to talk to us on social media, we're at ISGD Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And come join our Facebook group, the Goddamn Pod Group. It's a lot of fun. And if you want to snail mail us, you can do so at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. In case you haven't mentioned it, come join our Patreon. Did say there was a link, but I did not specifically call to action, but you should do that. <laughs> Join a Patreon. Only a fucking dollar. You get access to 16 yeah. other episodes. Unless you're listening to this in the future, in which case there's probably way more. Yeah, we'll have kept this shit going for so long. So long. I'm so proud of us. Me too. Hey, everybody. It's almost 100. It's almost 100. Can't fucking believe it. If you were fucking with us last on Friday, the 31st, (laughs) to see this Twitch episode, then I'm sorry, you'll have already heard that episode. Yep. But. Which is going to be so weird. They're going to hear, like, hopefully we don't ever reference this episode during that one. Oh, God. Future us. Get it. Get it together. Get it together. (laughs) Because we are finally ahead for one episode. Yes. Normally we're recording the day before it comes out. Guys, our plan of one case per week is working, and we are fucking breathing air. Yes. We are heads above water right now. We're about to get ahead of the game, and I'll have a whole fucking week and a half to edit this shit. Isn't that crazy? 
You're going to wait to the last second, but at least that will have been your choice. You goddamn know I am. (laughs) (laughs) But I can only be mad at myself. That's right. So we appreciate you, motherfuckers. And come join us for the Twitch episode that you already missed. Or, you know, check it out on Twitch. Also, fucking get ready for that 100th episode. I'm sure it'll be a doozy. It's going to be fucking wild. Oh, my God. It's my story. Yeah. You better get it together. I better 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 get it it together. Make it good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And congratulations to whoever won the drawing. Yeah. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> All right. Is that everything? That's it. Bye. Bye.